Hi, and welcome to our first episode of A Question of Risk, the podcast in which Chaz, a Veriforce company, will answer your most pressing questions about risk management and how it can be optimised to improve your business. We'll be diving into the riveting world of risk management with a touch of humour to keep things lively. I'm your host, Alex Minette, and I'm the Head of Product and Markets here at Chaz and Veriforce. With me today is the risk management extraordinaire who knows how to turn data into dazzling strategies and growing businesses like it's nobody's business. Please welcome our special guest, Ian McKinnon. Thank you, Alex. Ian has been on a mission since joining Chaz in 2016, and let me tell you, he doesn't mess around. He's taken Chaz to new heights, growing the business fivefold, and in assembling a dream team of risk professionals. Well, I've got to say that, he hired me. But Ian's expertise doesn't stop there. He's a true expert in the supply chain risk management sector, with a track record of expanding across the UK and the EMEA regions. He's worked with international players, delivering world-class contractor management solutions like a risk management maestro. So get ready to be inspired and dazzled by Ian's wisdom, and he shares his insights and stories and maybe a few secrets to success in the world of risk management. He is the risk management guru with a hint of data-driven magic, and we're thrilled to have him on our podcast. Ian, tell us a bit more about yourself and some of your background. Thanks, Alex, and, and what a great introduction. And I've <laughs> never been described as a guru before, so uh, I really There's always it. ones. <laughs> um, so, um, yeah, as, as you said, so I'm, a, I'm a, a leader in this business and in Bez business generally, um, with over 30 years' experience helping uh, organisations achieve transformational growth, uh, both in the UK, um, across Europe, and globally. Um, I've led multiple companies uh, through their expansions across a broad range of industries, um, and more recently, those industries including data, information, software as a service, and risk management. Uh, over the last six years, or six, seven years now, actually, since joining Chaz and leading Chaz, uh, I've taken it and the team have taken it from being really a, a a specific UK health and safety accreditation provider to now being part of Veriforce, a global leader in supply chain risk management and, and a truly outstanding business. Fantastic. Um, so let's talk some more about Chaz and Veriforce then. What what do they know about risk management? Um, I suppose what, what we know as organisations is it's what we do. It's part of our DNA. Um, it's the conversations we have every day. Um, internally and with our clients, understanding the risks that they're addressing um, and how we can work with them on it. Um, within our network of customers, both uh, contractors and suppliers and clients, uh, we help contractors demonstrate um, their compliance to, to, to risk, uh, to health and safety and the impact they're making in terms of things like the environmental impact. Um, and we help clients and buyers find and manage those contractors um, who and, and ensure that they comply and, and work towards the objectives that those all you know buying and clients organisations might have. Um, I think really importantly, we help set the standard, and we've always helped set the standard. Um, in the UK, we were the architects of the um, of the uh, safety schemes and procurement, which really sets the standard and, and, and works out puts a set of standards demonstrating how uh, organisations are compliant with the. Um, CDM regulations, and we were the first in the UK to offer the common assessment standard, probably a little bit more on that later. 
Um, as an organization, both here in the UK and now as part of Veriforce, we have helped tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of contractors and suppliers to demonstrate um, uh, their health and safety compliance on an ongoing basis. Um, and we've done that over the last 25 years. Um, and during that time, we've seen companies grow and win more business as they've done it. Um, we're now doing that across a broader range. We talk about health and safety, but we're now doing that across a broader range of risks. Um, you know, not only including the common assessment standard, but we work around environmental risk, uh, modern slavery, and, and you know, financial and insurance risk. So we, we look across a whole load of risk areas for our clients. Fantastic, thank you. Um, so why do you think that supply chain risk management is so important? I think why well, I think it's really important, and you can see over the last, you know, as I said, you know, I've been doing this a number of years, too many years probably, but you can see how important supply chain risk now is within our clients. Um, it's now absolutely at the uh, C-suite, the executive suite level. It is a key part of what they monitor, manage, and that's been uh, increasingly the case over the last few years as we've seen, you know, we've all impacted as individuals, but also as businesses huge supply chain challenges globally. Um, it allows organizations to manage the risk in their supply chain, um, and that allows them to ensure they're compliant. It allows them to achieve their organizational objectives. It allows them to help protect and grow their revenue. Um, brand reputation is, is incredibly important to organizations. Um, just as an outsource process, we help you know, deliver efficiency, saving time, saving money, delivering a robust, sort of auditable process uh, allows organizations to avoid fines, uh, avoid getting penalties where they do something wrong. Um, but also it has a direct impact on things like the environment, it has a direct impact on preventing things like labor, uh, labor exploitation further down the supply chain, which might in the first instance be invisible to some of them. Um, and as importantly, it also helps them avoid, you know, combat corruption, uh, bribery and all those other uh, things that you know you just don't want happening down important factors. Yeah, absolutely. Um, just wanted to pick up on one of the points you said there um, around the, the challenges in supply chain risk management. Um, what what do you think are, are the biggest challenges? I think I said I think the, the biggest challenge is the constant change and the importance of, of supply chain risk. Um, and as I said earlier, you know it, it changes, it grows, it's you know and more burden is being put on organisations. But I think the things that we're really currently focused on is organisations are really wanting to ensure um, that they address environmental issues. Um, everyone talks about ESG, but that's both environmental and the social issues. Um, you know, and that can be everything from the impact organisations have, have right through in terms of the social issues to what's happening on modern slavery or is there uh, a very clear process around their own employee and worker engagement to do with fairness and inclusion and respect of, of, of the people they work with? Um, and businesses expected to show compliance, but actually increasingly organizations want to demonstrate their compliance and want not just compliance, but actually it's good practice. It's what brings employees in, it's what makes um, so much of the current generation want to join organizations if they've got, if, they're really focused on those sorts of things. Brilliant. And you, and you said there that um, obviously businesses have to and increasingly now want to um, uh, ensure that they can show compliance. Um, what do you think is the key to successfully managing risk within the supply chain? I think 
a couple of things really. I, I think firstly, simplicity is really important. Um, simplicity and, and I suppose it's such a word, measurability. Mm -hmm. So, so simplicity. Are we able, or are able organisations able to ensure simply that that the the, the companies they work with, uh, the supply chains they have, are compliant? Um, and provide the information in a timely and an easy way to do it. And we absolutely do that. And we allow uh, the contractors in our network in a very easy manner to provide us with the information that we can review. We can give them that sort of stamp of approval, that, that seal. And in fact, um, certainly in the UK, you can see our certificates in many places. And actually, one of the things I'm most proud of, you know, uh, is actually the amount of, of uh, vans and vehicles that drive drive the roads in the UK oh, with, the Chaz, <laughs> with the Chaz logo on <laughs> Absolutely. it. Uh, I think my kids get tired of me spotting them <laughs> on occasion and actually taking photos of them. So really, you know, so so, but but also what's key to successful risk management um, is I think the the ability for individuals. Uh, you know, a lot of it is now digitised. A lot of it is about data sharing and information sharing. Um, and, and how we, we do that. But a lot of it is about us enabling us to get the right information around compliance, around uh, suppliers' performance to the right people at the right time when they're making the decisions. And I think that's really important. We talked earlier about supply chain challenges in, in the current world, and therefore people really need the information to hand because they want to know if the supplier I'm working with or the contract I'm working with and I want to engage with today, can I make that decision today? Because in, in, that's one of the real challenges. And so we, we, it's about, you know, keyword simplicity. Brilliant. No, I like simplicity. Um, so earlier you mentioned about the, the common assessment standard. Um, for our listeners, do you want to explain a bit more about what the common assessment is? Yeah, no, uh, I think the thing, so earlier on I talked to, you know, a couple of months ago, I talked about how we're involved in setting standards. And I think the common assessment standard is a really good um, demonstration of that. So the construction industry, um, across the UK and the not just the you know the the, the built environment the, the building industry and the uh, I suppose the infrastructure industry uh, the, the civil engineering industry so under the leadership of Build UK and under the leadership of SICA which is the civil engineering uh, contractors association plus other other bodies um, came together to reduce duplication and create a single standard. So effectively, a contractor who works in that space goes through a process once um, to be able to demonstrate that they are effectively ready and good and, and pre-approved um, and just reducing all the friction um, in the process. And I, you know, friction is a key, key thing, which, I know, you know, one of our tasks is to reduce friction all the time. And so the common assessment standard was designed as a pre-qualification process to help clients and contractors improve the efficiency. I think like everything in life, um, it builds on what's come before. Um, in the UK, there was a standard called PAS 91 without going into all the details of that. But as those standards kind of um, needed updating, um, becoming more relevant um, and becoming a single standard, the organizations I talked about, Build UK, Secret, etc., cetera, developed this standard say, Let's make, keep it relevant and let's make it uh, so organizations can, can demonstrate their capability. So it's really three key, 13 rather key areas of risk management that they're able to demonstrate and we certify them and we review it and we monitor it on an ongoing basis and companies can therefore be confident 
um, about who they're working with. Sounds perfect. And uh, saying about confident on who they work with, um, f- for those uh, listeners that uh, also keep up to date with our Insight articles, um, we produced an Insight article a couple of months back, um, which detailed the changes to the PPN um, Public Procurement Notice uh, 0323 uh, back in March which requires public sector um, organisations to actually use standard questionnaires for um, onboarding the contractors. Um, The common assessment standard was obviously identified in there um, as the the main go-to platform. Um, What do you think um, that means to the industry? Um, And do you think the industry is actually ready for that? Yeah, I think so. A couple of things. So, so we and we're just doing it now, Alex. We we make the same. Many people mistake. Many people do. So we talk about SSIP and CAS and PPN, but but throwing all of those sort of um, short names aside, what what effectively is is, is the is the um, the UK government, uh, the uh, effectively the cabinet office and, and under them uh, Crown Commercial Services issue effectively a set of um, uh, notices really informing government, local government, uh, agencies, etc., about best practice. And the most recent ones, you talk about PPN 0323, which I think actually stands for March 23, I think, yeah. <laughs> um, really just, just lays out um, the best practice, i.e. suggesting to local, you know, to those organisations doing procurement in this space that actually the, the common assessment standard, so in the case of CHAS, that's the CHAS Elite Standard, um, our marquee product, um, the one that really allows contractors to demonstrate their their compliance and their uh, achievement of risk management about uh, across thirteen key areas. Um, that's the kind of becoming the the, the uh, common is the key word. The common approach to to best practice procurement in the construction industry and and, and the civil engineering industry. And I think we'll increasingly see that that happening as it gets rolled out. Which is really good. Perfect. No, thank you very much. Um, so finally, Ian, um, what makes you proud to work for Chaz and Veriforce? Uh, I, I, great question. So um, I suppose I've been chatting for the last five, ten minutes about what we do and why we do it. And I think that's the first thing is, is um, I think the impact we've had on businesses, the impact we have on our network of both contractors, clients on a global basis, um is is huge and i think you know how that affects the safety of individual workers um you know we we think circa two million odd workers work for organizations in the uk probably seven eight nine million workers work for organizations globally that veriforce deal with that that we help you know go home safely every day so that's the first thing and and we work with organizations from the very smallest you know uh one-person startups right through to large multinational, um, you know, global organizations. And the impact we have on all of those is, is tremendous. And actually, some of the things I'm most proud of is where I see those startup organizations that we worked with many years ago are now, you know, substantial businesses in their own right. Second thing I think is, we talked about standards earlier. We, we continue to set the standards. We continue to help the industry raise the standards. But I think the key word is relevant. So it's not for the sake of it, it's keeping it relevant. Third area, I think I'd just say what makes me proud is just the um, other members, other employees of, uh, you know, my colleagues, both here in the UK and globally that I get to work with on a daily basis. Um, 
I really enjoy it. I respect what they deliver, their knowledge on some of the subjects that we talk about and we talk with clients about just astounds me every day um, and the knowledge we have. And I think it's just superb. Um, and, and, you know, the feedback I get from our customers, be it contractors or clients, on what we do for them on a daily basis is just, um, just makes me very proud. So that's what makes me proud to work for Chaz and, and really thoroughly enjoy it. And, and I suppose easy for me to answer, um, but Alex, you know, what makes, you know, what brings you into work every day, what makes you happy and proud to work for Chaz and now Veriforce as well. Well, to, uh, to get to sit next to you, Ian, uh, what more job satisfaction could I ask for? Um, but no, on a serious note, um, I do love working with Chaz and now the wider Veriforce group. Um, I think you summed it up perfectly. Um, it's our enablement um, of businesses to be able to demonstrate their compliance, um, make their world at work safer, um, as you said, and, and also to drive compliance through the wider supply chains um, and reach out to the, the individuals that, that we touch um, as well. Um, and generally, it's to, to make sure that it's a nicer environment for, for us all to work in. Um, I think that's a great point, Alex. And I think if I, if I look at the wider community, we, we work with some organisations who have employees and workers and contractors who work in the highest hazard jobs you know, Absolutely. around the world be it deep underground, be it, you know, way out upon masts, way, you know, in, 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 in highly, um, I suppose, exposed um, areas of work, we, you know, using, you know, dangerous equipment. Absolutely. And I think just, you know, every day, something we do helps, you know, what people like you do is just help those people go home every day. And I think it's incredibly important. Absolutely. And, and it's just raising that awareness, as, as you said. So, um, no, thank, thank you very much, Ian. Um, so that, that is all for uh, this episode. Thank you all for listening. Um, if you enjoyed it, then please subscribe um, to the Question and Risk podcast. And don't forget that you can also send us in your questions on supply chain. Um, and uh, we'll try and get to those in, in future episodes. Um, so it's my duty to say thank you very much, Ian. Um, absolute pleasure. And until next time, goodbye and play safe.